what do the biggest crypto and NFT projects in the world all have in common? A strong community. Finding a project that has this community can be the key to finding the next board API club. So in crypto, what exactly does this word community mean? How do you build one? And how do you identify a strong community? Well, you're about to find out. All right, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday, which means it's new normal day. We might change the name to new normal day Tuesday. We're still debating that. This podcast, as you could guess, happens every single Tuesday, and we break down complex crypto topics so that anybody can understand. I am your host, Austin, aka Mac and Cheesy, and alongside me, we have the great Jesse, the lead and goonier of the Crypto Goon NFT project. Has anyone seen the floor of those things? I mean, side note, has anybody seen the floor of the, the goons? Uh, yeah, we, we don't have to go look at that. But clearly, he knows how to build a strong community. This show, it's episode 29. Next week will be episode 30, which is a lot of episodes. And we're growing. So help us keep this thing growing. So that's either sharing this <laughs> with somebody you know, leaving us a podcast review, sending it to your grandma or your your grandpa who who is asking about crypto over the the holidays whatever it is it helps us and on today's episode we're going to dive into what the term community means how to build one how to foster growth how to secure one the ins and outs of community this is a buzzword that you hear thrown around almost all over crypto you hear web3 you hear decentralization, you hear community, and nobody stops to explain what a community is. And I know, Jesse, the goons community is strong, and I know that they are on top of you a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, we love we love the goons community. We love the incubator community. These are these are both really strong communities. And I, I'm really excited to kind of dive into why they're strong, you know, what, what makes them strong and 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 how, you know, how other people can learn from what we've built. I think a, a, a great place to start is the term community. And, and we're not talking the TV show. We're talking communities here. And we're not talking in real life communities, although sometimes it, it does become in real life. But when you hear the community thrown around in crypto, what is like the, the TLDR or the, the Wikipedia, the first line on the Wikipedia page if you were making a crypto community uh, Wikipedia page? I mean, a community is really just people who gather together somewhere, you know, um, you know, we're, if we go look at like traditional communities, right, we think of like your neighborhood, right, that that is like probably the one of the most basic communities out there or religious places like right, church, synagogue. Mm -hmm. um, these are just places where people gather, they have rituals, traditions, things they do. Um, and they share this experience together and kind of enjoy it right like and have lots of good human just feeling of like fellow friendship if, if you will camaraderie and it's this yeah and, and that's in real life and now if you're wondering okay how does that come to the internet well it's no different than back in the day when you were on a facebook group or something and you had this this or somebody made like a facebook invite or a group chat like i feel like people listening to this, they have communities within their own friends or it's like, Oh, I was added to this group chat. And now it's like, I'm in the circle. Oh, I was added to the group me. I'm in the squad. I'm in the community. 
So you're you're part of a ton of communities that you don't even know that are online. And that kind of extends to the crypto world. And I think that probably goes back to just like our fundamental want to be part of a tribe. Like it's just in our DNA. Yeah. And, and, and I think what really tie like truly ties everyone together in these communities and keeps you coming back over and over is that you have like the shared interests, goals, uh, you know, things like that, that kind of you can talk about, right? Like, so yeah, I'm in a uh, fantasy football chat. We talk about our, our fantasy football league there, you know, and like we, we, the reason I hang out in that is because it's fun to talk with the other people about what's going on and like the rivalries and like the funny things there, or, you know, you think about um, NFTs, right? I, I, in the incubator, you know, I, I think one of the shared interests and goals in the incubator is we all want to learn, get better at, at a lot of things, but it's particularly crypto and, and we've also had a lot of fun sharing alpha and 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 buying NFTs together. And so these these shared interests are really what kind of I think bring everyone together. Mm -hmm. So that's I think that's a, a a great place to go, right? So the shared interest and like okay, that's what keeps you. That's what that's why you come there. So you're starting a community. How, is that the first question you want to answer? Like, what is our shared interest? Like, dive into actually building that community from scratch. Yeah, I think you need a shared focus, shared interest, right? Um, and this often starts with, right, like if you're creating a community, right? if you're the person who's creating the community, you're often... Um, you have to know people who who have kind of that shared interest with you, right? So whether that's starting a very small one, just finding a group of friends who want to have a, a crypto chat, you know, a little side chat, maybe in the the Twitter DMs or wherever you want to host your little your chat, um, or something bigger like Austin Mac and Cheesy growing, you know, mm -hmm. kind of a quite a following on TikTok, right? And he had he's he's already growing his community by talking to people in the in the comments. Uh, receiving DMs, they, right? That the, the community is starting to grow through his social following, and but now he needs a way to actually bring them all together, and so that we can actually start hanging out and talking about those interests in more, more real time, right? And not just like Austin to other people, but people to people, right? Within like because Austin has these goals and these values and things that he believes in, right? Long term investing, uh, crypto. Um, goal you know very goal oriented wants to learn and grow and, and incubate himself right and mm. so can he find a, a thousand more people like that and see what we can build together right yeah and so and having that having that right so it's like <laughs> it's funny right people are listening and they're part of the incubator or they're not part of the incubator and it's like we're making this this episode on communities it's like this community inception that's going on so it's this common so you have this audience or you have a couple people, it can be as small as one or two people, or it can be as large as 100,000 people. And you you identify that you labeled a couple of different where, places to congregate. You have your Twitter, you have your Discord, you have your iPhone group, text. Group me. I'm in a group me chat. I'm in, yeah, I'm in iMessage chats. You know, they're all over the place. Um, there's lots of different ways to facilitate your community uh, through these sort of chat tools. And they have different features and things like that um so, but yeah you you need a place to gather for sure so, and and discord is the place to go for crypto communities hell yeah and so that's one example right the incubator we're all about learning uh specifically about crypto and some of these other 
things that are going to be in play in the future uh, goal setting now what what about the goons so like what what drove what is fostering that extreme camaraderie in the goons community yeah i think it all starts with the art right so sean our founder and artist puts out this collection of of art and and, and he's starting to share it you know before it even launches but he's he's creating art and sharing it out there and and people just immediately resonate that the magic moment is when they see the art right you need to have that magic to kind of bring people into your community and so for the for the cryptune goons it, it's sean's ability to, to draw and create art it's it's unreal right like you see them and you're just like damn this is unique thoughtful original and like clearly a lot of hard work went into it include like basically 10 years of his life <laughs> practice more than that actually uh, he's been drawing since he was five years old and so that's like 25 years of of drawing and <clears throat> and so i think that's what draws people in and then what kind of keeps people right is the mission that sean we want to build more around sean and see if we can elevate his art to new places sean has never gone before because he's been in a tattoo shop putting art on people's bodies which is an incredible thing there's only so many people he can tattoo, right? Like, like doesn't scale, right? And 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 the creativity is limited, right? There's only so much different colors of ink and so many different ways to kind of draw on someone's body. But once you once you start a community and crowdfund that with NFTs, you have now capital to just go explore any way you can do art, right? So whether that's creating clothing lines, um, just there's so many different ways to kind of do it. And so I think that's what draws people into the Cryptune goons. So they've the community has been captivated by this this greater goal than that of just the art. They have a common mission now to grow this community. And I know you've you've touched on it, and I, we'll probably get to it a little bit more, but like the fact of being able to give the community NFTs and ownership helps really ignite that. And I think. I think we're we're probably going to talk on that in a little bit, but so more specifically, right? So before we kind of go down the NFT rabbit hole, because as as everyone listening knows, we can go for about 30, 30 more episodes about the NFT space. But um, and specifically is uh, in, in communities, right? So we have pe we have discords all over the place, right? Everybody's got a Discord. Join this Discord. Join this Discord, and some work, but a lot fail. A lot fail. Um, how do you foster this strong community from the start and position it for success um, over the short, medium, and long term, right? Because who cares about the long term if short term nobody's really talking or like nobody's really engaged? And that's something that um, I think you had had to tell me initially with the incubator about like what games we were playing and stuff. So how do you position the communities for success in the beginning? Yeah, to me what makes communities magical is that shared experience like yes we come there because we have shared interests and stuff but once you're there we need to experience things together right it's it's kind of boring talking about the past let's create the future and let's do things together and through those shared experiences you cultivate relationships you laugh together you struggle together you you learn together, you know, you feel the highest of highs, you feel the lowest of lows. And it's important to kind of go through that as like a, a family in a way. Um, and, and so some of the ways you can have shared experiences in communities are playing games. I think games, uh, I'm 
huge fan of games. Games are just so fun. Um, they're they're puzzles, right? They they get your brain kind of rolling. Playing games together, you can kind of problem solve and work as a unit together. And so, what are some of the games you can play? Well, uh, in a crypto community, you can figure out oh, what is the next upcoming NFT that's going to pop, right? Like, how do we figure out? It's like a treasure hunt, right? Like, we're trying to find the next high quality team who's going to just kill it, right? Whether it's utility, art, whatever. And so that fun, that treasure hunt mentality is is a lot of fun. Um, not to mention gambling too, but <laughs> <laughs> which is which is maybe what what gets the people really going. But yeah, it's still the same thing. Yeah, it, it, of course. But it's but the, the the collaborativeness I think is really what's fun. And 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 you know we've seen some of these NFT projects out there literally host like digital treasure hunts to like get onto the white to get onto the um pre-sale so that you can mint the nft um without having to like pay gas or whatever um you know and that and that's been really fun to kind of actually watch people kind of collaboratively figure that out like we're, we're literally on i remember this one i think it was the kaiju kings nft mint and in order to mint the kaiju king you had to <laughs> solve this in crazy puzzle right there was hints there was 13 words and like there was a way to combine all the words that would then make it into a URL that you could then <laughs> get to actually minting it. And and you had to like hunt around to get the answers. And we're literally on, on a live stream together doing this, right? So someone's on 13. Who's got 13? I got six. We've got a, <laughs> we're, we're breaking out a Google document. We're, we're sharing our notes together. We're, you know, everyone's starting to assume different roles, right? Like Austin's coordinating and writing. Jesse is taking number 13, you know, and like you, you, you start seeing these relationships and skills kind of start playing together and you're experiencing something and, and now you can laugh and, and it, it's a hilarious memory. And, and these memories are, are, and then what's really fun is you sort of, um, you capture these memories and the fun of that you had through inside jokes, right? So the inside jokes are sort of the ways that you re-experience the memories that you had doing oh, yeah. things together. Oh yeah. And so and it comes this becomes this sort of native language that you speak in your community because you had those experiences that no one, you know, no one else did. Um, and you know, new people have to catch up and stuff, but and you express them through things like emojis, stickers, you know, artwork, right? Art is an expression, right? It, mm -hmm. It's a like a a picture is a thousand words, right? So, like so the 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 emoji thing is is beautiful. I do want to I want to rewind a touch there, like to okay. the games, right? Because the these games are amazing. Like you you really don't and right part the incubator we're growing this in real time, right? So if you're listening to this, you're part of this common goal to grow this incubator community. So like you're playing the game with us whether you, whether you like it or not but like going back because like once you kind of have this common language like that's that's after you've already done something special right like having that but you have to do that thing in order to actually have that and just something that i think people listening can learn from is the incubator community growth right so day one when we started it right um, and this is probably the, the North Star goal mission, but a, a community where it has a bunch of different things that you can learn about and it's like very goal driven and all the, you know, a bunch of different things, but it didn't have a specific game that we're, we were being, we were playing and it was like, oh, this is fun and stuff, but what's going to bring you back? Well, 
Jesse was like, okay, we are talking about it because we were like, oh, you know, I don't think this is necessarily working. So it's like, oh, NFTs, like try and get an NFT. So I was like, okay, first I got to ape into an NFT. So I kind of get it myself. I got into the junkyard dogs. I did it. I was like, all right, I get it. I can see why this is fun. And then we started playing those games in the incubator. And all of a sudden it was like a, a, a flip switched. People were messaging, people were chatting, people were like, wait a second, what's going on here? And then these like inside jokes started to happen. You get the bird box challenge where it's the bird box when you don't get to mint the NFT. If you're in the incubator, you know what that's about. You get the like what could possibly go wrong, which wasn't an NFT, but that was a DeFi um, iron finance rug pull where I got rug pulled and I dropped. Like if you're in the community, you understand these jokes. And like the longer you've been in it, you're like, I was around for that. It's almost like you're a lifer because you're like, oh, I, I remember that. I was there. And it's like moments in time, each different point of language. So I to kind of summarize that long spiel, it was like iterating and then finding, once you find it, I, I think it clicks for the community and you'll be like, oh shit, people are interested in this. Let's double down on it. Let's figure this out. And that's what we did in the incubator. And now we have all these different native jokes hashtag when like you know yeah, all these things playing more games right we're playing the goal accountability game of like can we all improve ourselves right like so we once you get that first game that first focus kind of going you can then start expanding out into other things but you really have to nail your first kind of focus niche whatever you want to call that right and the cryptoon goons like our our we have one giant game, which is just like build this company, right? And like everyone's there to help build the com company. But now we're starting to play other games too. Like we're 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 buying other NFT projects together. We're you know we're creating art together. You know we're doing these different things, right? But I think you know you need to start out with that that single sort of focus in the beginning, and then mm -hmm. you can kind of grow out from there. And that's uh, as. Jesse, you know this about me. And if you're in the incubator, you probably know that I like trying to do a little bit of everything, which is probably one of my pitfalls. But that that's something that I had to learn firsthand. And it was like you just start that small and how you start doesn't have to be where you necessarily want to be 15 years from now. But like delivering on that one thing really positions you for that next success. So. Now, okay, so you figure out the game you're playing, you start playing it, you have these inside jokes, you're having a great time, you you start fo fostering these relationships. And people listening um, who aren't really part of Discord communities might not understand it, but like you start becoming friends with these people, like legitimately friends, talking about goals. Like there was a, a time in the Discord where we were up till 1 a.m. on like a Friday night and we were just chatting because... I'm I'm not going to disclose any usernames, but um, somebody had minted a very expensive NFT and it was now worth a lot of money. And nobody in the world could truly kind of understand like the emotions that were going on there, except for the people in the community. So they were able to turn to us and we were able to just talk about it as if like we were friends since we were in middle school. And it's truly beautiful. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And and relationships are so, so key here. And and you need to be fostering those relationships. Right. Like and, and and through like it starts out with you in the beginning. Right. You're very much a part of the community day to day, like talking to people and stuff. But eventually, you know, you sort of need to 
the, the, the conversations need to go without you. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that's where, that's where it really, uh, starts to take off uh, is when you don't need to be there for it to all happen. I, that we need to get to like, cause once it's, you need to secure the community, right? The security is critical, but that brings up one time. Um, I forget, uh, if you do exclamation point rank in the incubator, you can see your level. And like, so we were just chatting on the side and, uh, people were in the incubator were just like, oh, you got to get your level up. Like everyone was checking their rank and they were just like making fun of everybody. And Vexit's coming for me, rank one, uh, which I'm I'm keeping an eye on you, Vexit. But it's just like it was just so funny and like rewarding just seeing people enjoying and having a good time who would have never really been there if it wasn't for this community. Yeah, no, the, the 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 ranking game is a fun game to play too. Like you know, like it, it, it hitting those different status levels. You know, it, it it sounds so silly, but the literally the color of your username means so much. Like it, it is a, a status symbol, right? When anyone new comes into the community and they see, oh, a pink DGen in the incubator, like, oh, like you you're you you've been here, right? Like you've it says something about you or in um cryptoon goons we have the goon god <laughs> is our top one and you know that's level 25 so you you got to work hard to get there and so if you're a goon god you got that pink username it means something right and mm-hmm. so it, it 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 it's that's a fun game to play because it, it sort of is um shows off your status right in terms of how long and how active you are in a community and, and, and people start recognizing you. And that, that's like, that feels good. Like people, people feel rewarded when they get attention and, and, and people listen to them and, and their ideas are heard. It is awesome. And now like any community, right? Whether it's in your house, whether, whether it's in your neighborhood, you need a little bit of security, unfortunately, because sometimes there's bad actors that come in. People don't like having, People don't want to see see the uh, the success, or they want to be able to leverage the success of the community and try and take from the members because there's an opportunity. So, how do you secure a community, a Discord server, um, specifically in this case, let's say a Discord uh, community? Yeah, so securing any community, uh, specifically digital communities, is a combination of of people and automation, right? So, um, but yeah, let's just start with like you're in a, if you have a Twitter chat, right? You can have a DM and Twitter with like 20 people. If someone just starts saying things that are sort of against the community guidelines, you know, they might not be specifically written out guidelines, but everyone kind of knows what the vibe is, right? And what we kind of allow and don't allow. And, and when there's someone clearly just, going off <laughs> a little outside of that there should be someone you know who who reaches out to that person right um maybe it's so offensive that it's just like immediately they need to be removed from the community because there's certain things that just you never recover from right so if it's incredibly racial uh racist or you know these certain things that just are never going to be acceptable here um but if it's you know it's a little more of the gray area right you, the people who are monitoring over your community really keeping it safe whether they've been specifically specifically assigned that role or maybe they just kind of step into that kind of leadership role on their own because they, they care about the community you know you should talk to these people like what hey like what's going on like you're, you're kind of creating bad vibes you know like 
maybe that person's just not having a good week, right? Or maybe they're having mental challenges, mental, you know, some mental health issues or challenges. Like, you know, so we should often reach out to these people, you know, reach out to the person who's maybe causing some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great point so- there, right? Because these are, you forget, right? You, you see a username, but everyone, we're all people here, um, unless they're truly bots, but we're all people. And like the incubator, the goons, people value that, right? And like, you don't want to make their day worse by banning them all of a sudden. And now they're they're Now it's, you've compounded on whatever issues going on. So like, you know, you want a community where people can feel open and free to talk, but you also need this, you know, you can't have certain things. So it's, I th- think that's a great point that like, there's people on the other side of these things. Yeah, we bring a lot of context to, to our jobs, to our communities, you know, like there's a lot going on in our own lives that don't not everyone understands. And so if if there's any gray area or if this person has already been in the community, you know, have some amount of standing, we should always invest the time to understand what, hey, what's going on? Like, what I, you know, are you OK? Can I help you? Um, that's so important. Uh, so that. That kind of covers the human side of it, right? We might have to kick and ban people because they're shilling or, or, you know, just like blatantly coming in to advertise. They've never been here before and that's all they're doing or they're impersonating. You know, there's certain things that just have to be immediate bans. Uh, And then on top of the human side of it, we, especially as we start to scale our community, we need automation, right? And, you know, if you're running a a community of 10,000 people or more and anyone and especially if anyone's allowed into the community you know if you have a very open community where there's not like you're not paying to come into the community or um applying to be in the community right so there's no sort of theoretical vetting process like literally anyone can just jump in you need to have some automation especially these bigger ones to 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 care take care of things because bots and and other nasty things will come in and, and really try to run amok so Things like um, there's lots of Discord bots that help you do this. So like there's the Me6 bot, which will help you automatically delete uh, links that uh, maybe that are. So like in the Cryptoon Goons, if you if you share a link that is Matic, <laughs> which is uh, a layer two chain and Ethereum, those links are almost always scams, right? They're almost always like kind of BS <laughs> NFT links. We just we just delete them immediately. Like they they you're not allowed to share those links because they're often unsafe. And so there's just things we can kind of make with these little rules that just help keep everybody safe. Other things are like oftentimes people will join the community with like a fake name or like they'll impersonate. Like they, I've had someone come in and try to pretend to be Jesse Friedland. I've had I've seen someone come in and try to be Mac and Cheesy. <laughs> we can have bots that watch for people coming in with names that are are close to our names, right? But they change a couple characters. These bots can actually uh, the specific one I'm referencing is called Hashbot, which is really really good. It, it'll actually automatically ban that person, and you have to kind of program it and manage it. But this is how you scale your small community team to managing a Discord server of twenty thousand people. It's e and. Yeah, all these things, the the amount of Jesse Friedlands or the the amount of Jesse Fradlands or whatever it is, they they come in and they're they're aggressive and they're good. Give it to them. Give credit when credits due, right? <laughs> like like beanie tip to to some of the bots. They're 
and you you want to protect your community because the last thing you want is somebody to get scammed because a fake incubator a fake mac and cheesy a face jesse was able to scam them out of their money because now you feel bad now the like you don't want any of that happening nobody wins feel unsafe you feel unsafe right like people will feel unsafe being there if that kind of stuff happens and and the community for almost all businesses these like in today's age and especially in web3 the community is literally your brand and what you are building the community is like 75% like 70% of what you're building and so you, you must protect your most valuable asset which is all the people who are you know hanging out in that community that's your the community is your brand that is that is what it is so and yeah i think it's it's on a, and and then part of that it's like it's part as a community member right you you touched on it like that's why you want this common mission this common understanding so that as you scale right new members come in they they're almost like onboarded or like which is an an entirely separate process which we're still trying to figure out in the incubator how to properly do that what have you seen from the onboarding process right because you want people coming in let's say you have 20,000 let's say you have like 3,000 like the incubator somebody comes in you want them to feel like it's home immediately you want them to how do you onboard somebody when there's all these inside jokes people are chatting there's this name there's this that what what have you found works versus what doesn't yeah i I think the onboarding process all starts with just hey nice to meet you welcome to our community you know like just literally the human to human uh connection when someone joins just it feels great like you're like wow someone just welcomed me here like i i already feel like like you know it's uncomfortable going into a community you've never been into before right like you know they all have their inside jokes and they have their own thing and you know you get a little little nervous to talk right it, it's scary um and so if someone's coming in and immediately kind of welcoming you and and making you feel kind of at ease and like oh wow like they care about me and i i've never i've been here three seconds like that is goes a long way and, and so if that that's... if that sounds like a folk tale i joined and this is no knock on um uh what what discord did i join where they had like the jokes about not having a color to your name uh nope. pete's discord Pete, uh, yeah. the deposit kingdom <laughs> yeah deposit and like it was it was funny because they knew me and stuff but like so even i was like i was like oh like am i am i even welcome here of course i was um but it was just like i got it as well like so this isn't just like no everybody who who's who's joining a new community it's no different on the internet than it is pulling up yeah. to a, a new club or sporting event or sporting team 100 you're on a you're on the out on the cliff by yourself like it feels a little little scary um so that's where onboarding starts right what hi welcome nice to meet you uh from there, you know, it's making sure they can understand more about the community, right? Where can you go to get information um, uh, to learn about the community or maybe about the mission of the community or, um, you know, anything you, you're like, the people come in for all different reasons, right? And you want to help them kind of get to where they're going. And so setting up um, in a Discord, setting up specific channels to kind of help give people those information they need, um, or just, you know, 
the best part is if you have actually community members who will literally just answer questions as they come in. Um, that is that is amazing too because now you you don't just get this like kind of prefabricated uh, FAQ list. You're getting um, you're having a conversation, right? You're literally being welcomed in and also getting answered questions answered, things like that. But um, yeah, so I think that that's that's really onboarding to me. I'm I'm thinking my mind's running, obviously, right? As we're talking, I'm just like, how could we improve this? How could we how can we do this? I have a couple ideas. Um, and one one thing that we did after your onboarding, and I think this is what we're we're figuring out in the incubator is like rewarding your your most active members. So what we did in the incubator is if you are a degen, uh, which is like our our top level, we we send you, which is, you know, whether it's smart or not, we send you a a care package with some goodies in it and like jesse's pulling out his so you get your <laughs> you get your goodies and there it is wag me Ooh. we're all gonna make it like and so people are just like talking about it like <laughs> so and, I'm, and i'm sorry begs it we, we don't we don't ship uh, overseas quite yet but like but like but now it, it doubles down on that like that community feel like Everybody who's a degen, if you're in the United States or Canada or even um, Colombia, shout out Sarah, um, has this magnet, has this T-shirt, has the stickers. So like on goal accountability, we were just talking about where the magnet was placed. So it's like on, on Melissa's refrigerator, like it's on my refrigerator, like Jimmy was my filing like, cabinet. <laughs> yeah, your file. And it's just like these more things. And it's like, OK, you're onboarded. And now how do we how do we make somebody who's onboarded? really know that they're valued really because they are and you I, and at least in my opinion i know yours it's like how do we make that obvious because just saying it helps but like also we want to go above and beyond because without the community the community is the brand like it that that is the fact of the matter and now okay so we understand how you're building it and we just drop into an nft project we're looking in the discord and we want to see if it's the next board ape yacht club you're looking through the incubator discord right is this is when when hashtag when is this going to be the next board ape yacht club what are you looking for in the community such that it can tell you what's going on yeah one thing i, I love is um gary v uh when he is studying nft projects the main thing he look looks at and watches is literally the discord he just lurks in discords and is stu just studying them to see what's going on. How's the vibe, you know, and he's, he's basing a lot of his judgments off of that. And it just tells you how much it, how important a strong community is. And so what does that look like? What is he looking for? You know, what are we looking for? I'm personally looking for, for just conversation, right? Like, like, you're having meaningful in-depth conversations right like whether you're talking about the game you're playing or you're just catching up on like what'd you eat for dinner or how was your weekend you know just like conversation right i think that's step one step two is are people helping each other right is it it's one thing if like the creators and the, the core team or whoever is kind of running the community is stepping in and helping that's amazing that's great but are other people stepping in and helping each other? You know, when someone's having a, a tough time or they lost some money or whatever, are people just naturally being like feeling this like kinship to like be like, oh my God, my friend in this Discord who I don't know, I care about them. I, I need to help them, right? I need to send them a little Ethereum because they lost something or 
I need to help them answer their questions or untangle the mess they got stuck in. You know, are people helping each other? Uh, because communities that help each other thrive together. No, take note um, on that. Everyone listening, take note of that. That's why we try and help each other as much as possible. That's why it's the part of the mission statement. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is like, is it fun, right? Like are people vi like not just the conversations, but like are people sharing, you know, are they sharing the emojis, sharing the stickers? Like, are they like doing the inside? Are there inside jokes, right? Like some of the things that we've, a lot of the things we've outlined throughout here, are they speaking in this kind of native community language? Um, if not, then maybe there's something missing, right? Like there, there, there's not this like common ground to bring everyone together. So if you don't see those kind of things being shared and, and stuff in a community, like if there's no custom emojis, that's not good news, right? Um, or if someone says something awesome and it only gets one emoji, <laughs> when, meanwhile, there's 10,000 people in there. Well, well that, that seems a little weird, right? Like there's not engagement, right? And so when someone says awesome, something awesome, like I just got a new job or, you know, whatever, something that we should all celebrate, there should be 10 fire emojis on there at least, you know, and, and like, um, depending on the size of your community, of course. Um, and so seeing that kind of level of like engagement with each other and celebrating your wins together and helping each other and, you know, all the things we've covered throughout this episode. Checking in and then seeing somebody help, um, somebody else, I, I will say is one of the most rewarding things about building a community or, or being part of the growth process of a community because it takes every member to grow a community. It's not that that's just how that's the that's why communities are beautiful because it literally takes every community member. If there is a group of three or four or five community members who are trying to take down the vibe, they can do it decently with five messages, even if they get kicked out immediately. Like, like that can do it and growing it. Yeah. And I also, I, Everyone has something to add, everyone, right? And so I think that's that's always how I look, I approach every conversation with every person I meet. Like there, everyone has something to add and something I can learn and anything. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much a lot of how the incubator is formed and like the format and the structure is because of people in the community. Like sometimes uh, the goal accountability on Wednesday or Monday, not Wednesday, what are you nuts? Goal accountability is Mondays. <laughs> um, at the end of the each, each time, we talk about how we can improve the incubator, how we can, what, like what, what, what tweaks can we do? What, where do we change things? Because everybody's living it and people see it from a different perspective, right? Some people may be more crypto native, meaning that they're able to follow things a little bit more closely. So something that's simple for them might not be as simple for a beginner or somebody who's just getting into crypto. So then it's like, okay, maybe we need to focus on how to, how to make their lives easier. And then it's like, okay, I've been here for since the beginning, somebody just joined yesterday and I don't really know how to navigate it. Okay, maybe we need to work on our navigation. Maybe we need to figure something out there, like iterating and figuring it out. But asking your community is the one tool and the one life hack that I don't think enough communities are doing, frankly. I think, I think it's like you have a direct access to people who are in, want it to succeed, like fucking like ask them how, how, how to do it no that is that is a great point and 
I think that's another aspect of a strong community is, is like, are the, the people who are managing the community, is it, is it changing and growing to meet the community's needs? Right? Like if you go into the discord one day and then you revisit it a month later, have you seen things improve and grow and change based on probably feedback, you know? Mm -hmm. So you're looking, if you want to be Gary V, start lurking in the discord and look to see how active it is, see what the vibe is. And I remember with the goons, because how does Jesse know this? Well, spoiler alert, the goons Gary V aped into. So like Gary V was lurking in the goons discord. And I remember still he's still at the smiley face uh, randomly. <laughs> so he'll just like message the smiley face or something. Oh yeah. He'll just be like, or he'll be like Merry Christmas or smiley face or <laughs> just and then like I'm a, sure that hey guys, I'm here. Don't worry, I'm lurking. <laughs> yeah, I'm lurking. Don't once once you guys slip up, like don't be slipping up. And then I'm sure that gets a ton of emojis. Oh yeah, of course. Hey Gary, really? how are you doing? <laughs> and then does he ever like respond or is he like in and then he's out like a wolf? 90% he's in and out. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. He's a that's busy some, guy. That's some end of the episode alpha right there. Some, some, what is Gary V like in the discord? Well, we have firsthand Jesse, Jesse providing some alpha there. I'm looking forward to when he starts lurking in the incubator. I'm looking forward to that. When, because, when. <laughs> it's not a matter of if it's a, it's a matter of when, and when is a, is a question that we're all asking. And if you got this far and we're talking about communities, then I think you will strongly enjoy being part of the incubator discord and you can join that by clicking the link in the description below it's entirely free hopefully when you join somebody will will uh greet you in the introductory channel so let let us know let our community know where you're joining it from like what you're trying to learn how we can help and somebody in the community hopefully well <laughs> if not we need to figure something out we need to <laughs> but I join the community and I think you'll really enjoy it. And we're figuring out, we're learning, we're learning about crypto. We're learning about NFTs. We're setting goals. We're doing all these things. And I think you'll really enjoy it because if you've gotten this far, then that means that you're with the vibe. You're part of the gang. You're part of the, the home base as we like to call it. But this is the, the new normal. This is episode 29 we break down complex crypto topics so that really anybody can understand. And we broke down communities because it's such a simple word, but nobody's really talking about how to do it. So if you want to build an NFT, if you want to research NFTs, if you want to build a, any company, the world is, the, that's what new companies are. They are communities. If you, so if you don't have a community, you're not going to have a company in the future. So if you want to do any of those things, and I think that encompasses almost everybody, share this video, share this podcast, and, and help us keep it moving. So thank you, everybody. This is the new normal every Tuesday. As always, keep it moving. Let's, let's keep growing our community, folks. Join the Discord description below. Peace. I'm walking around in the circle of life